Fish B, I know I'm supposed to have New Hampshire fever. And maybe I do, maybe I don't. Big cliffhanger to be revealed in mere moments. But New Hampshire, how are we feeling about it? The world waits with bated breath. But before we can get to New Hampshire, I'm having a little bit of an issue today. Now, some would say the real key to anything is free your mind and the rest will follow. Perhaps, I don't know, maybe someday some young woman will be inspired to sing a song about a concept that highfalutin and that esoteric. Free your mind and the rest will follow. But I'm here to tell you, I'm here to save a life that 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 you get you got to free your body first you got you got to get the tension out of the body and then you will have the opportunity to free your mind but but don't jump ahead you can't you can't cut the line on this one you can't you relax the body and then comes the mind, and then comes whatever else you'd like. Then comes New Hampshire, right? So body, mind, New Hampshire. Problem solved. Here we go. Podcasting again. Rock'em, sock'em. Been thinking about New Hampshire a lot over the last day, about how important New Hampshire used to be in the American political process, and, and, and maybe one day it will be again. Hopefully, one day it will be again. But the 2024 version of New Hampshire, it seems small. It seems dinky. It seems teeny tiny. And dare I say it, I love you, New Hampshire. This isn't your fault. This is just the way this Biden-Trump thing is shaken out. But it just, it just seems irrelevant this time around. It wasn't always irrelevant. If Nikki Haley would have done better in Iowa, it would be different. But she did what she did. Does even a Nikki Haley victory... Tonight, if even Nikki Haley won New Hampshire, would that mean anything? I don't think it does. I think Trump is still on a march to this thing, and the rest of it is is, is exercises in in name recognition and fundraising and and marking your spot in the yard. For, uh, for 2028 or 2032, it, it just seems like an exercise in absurdity at, at this point. And I'm slightly annoyed by that, even though, uh, based on the history of podcasting excellence, you might think exercises in absurdity or, you know, it's, it's, it's like our porn. Not to kick any more dirt on the DeSantis campaign. I feel like we 
got that one out of the way yesterday, but he's just, he's just fucking, uh, he's one of those people that can drive you crazy. And this is, this is my last Ron DeSantis thought for a while, I think, hopefully. But what an odd campaign it was for Ron DeSantis. He started as pudding fingers and ended up, and I didn't even realize this in real time, but in his four and a half minutes suspending the campaign endorsing Trump speech, he also snuck in allegedly a Winston Churchill quote, as many politicians do. However, when you are as sloppy as the Ron DeSantis campaign, you don't double-check things like that. And here's a little advice. If, if you're ever putting together anything, and as part of that, you think you're going to quote Churchill, or you think you're going to quote Buddha, or you think you're going to quote the Dalai Lama, you're going to want to double and triple check the accuracy of those quotes because there's all kinds of axioms that have just kind of uh, been sewn into the fabric of vernacular uh, that are... Not, not, they weren't said by those people. I mean, sure, it sounds like a Churchill quote. It sounds like a Buddha quote, excuse me. Slightly thrown off. Um, Super Gladys Wonder Kitty is uh, really enthusiastic for her catnip toys this morning. So, And who am I to get between a cat and her catnip? Not this cat owner. No way. So also, well, should we congratulate uh, Nikki Haley on on taking down Dixville Notch? um, Sounds like I'm announcing another formative event in Nikki Haley's life, but I but I am not. Uh, Dixville Notch, population six. They always vote first in New Hampshire, and Nikki Haley went six for six. So. I guess she's in it for the long run now. Don't drop out ever, Nikki. You got a real shot at this thing. So, uh, Also, newsworthy, uh, this robocall from, from a, an AI-generated Joe Biden telling people not to vote, even though they got to write him in anyway, so... That's the future, hitting us in the face. And um, for those of you following the Donald Trump indictment watch, what was the big number? Was was it 91? Uh, Change that number to 91 minus Atlanta. Fonnie Willis, what the fuck were you thinking? That case is not getting to trial this decade, maybe ever. Fishby? Yeah, Fishby, yeah. Hand over your, hand over your questions, Fishby. Rather.
Razzle Dazzle, Dr. Numbnuts McRiblets. It's me, Fish B. And how are these wily politicians going to get a handle on AI? And is it true you think you have a serious drinking problem? And trivia time, motherfucker. Today's category is balls and banks. Balls and banks. Okay. Let's do the questions first. Razzle Dazzle, Dr. Numbnuts McRiblets. That's an A, Fishby. That's an A. When, when it comes to just deadpan non sequiturs, yeah, that's a. Mm hmm. All right. That warms the cockles like Vicodin and Cocoa. It does. How are these wily politicians going to get a handle on AI? The wily politicians? Oh, they're not. They're not. This thing is... I think countries like North Korea and Russia and, and, and Iran, they're feeling awfully cocky right now. They are really... They are really cocking around the yard. Um, and I think what they know is, is this AI thing... Uh, asymmetric warfare, this thing is... Yeah, it, it, it's already... It's already too late. We're we're ten years away from machine learning AI that that every country in the world that has the budget to afford it can have a can have a nuclear weapon. So. And are you confident that every single one of these nations has the discipline not to use them? Don't even get me started on the viruses. <sighs> So no, the Wiley politicians are not going to get a handle on, on AI. It's, it's too late. And that sounds very pessimistic, but... I think justifiably maybe I'll feel better tomorrow, I'll tell you if I do. And is it true I think I have a serious drinking problem? You're goddamn right I have a serious drinking problem. I have, uh, basically since the new year and a little bit right before, I, I have felt so terrible that, that I can't even take my two tablespoons of Irish whiskey at night. I can't, I can't even do that. I don't think I've had a sip of Irish whiskey in like two weeks. I mean, can you imagine the suffering? So yeah, that's a that's a serious serious drinking problem. Not to not to make light of anything. I mean, we're just little podcast t-ball here. Fishby puts them there, and then I then I hit them. And not trying to not trying to offend. Let's do the trivia time, motherfucker. Today's category is balls and banks. Which sports franchise is worth the most? The Los Angeles Dodgers, the Dallas Cowboys, or Manchester United? Well, those are three of the biggest 
Brand name sports franchises in the world from Major League Baseball, the NFL, and the Premiership, English football. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the NFL is king. And I'm pretty sure that of all the NFL teams, the Dallas Cowboys as America's team, if on the market, they have the, they have the highest value. Final answer, Rege. The Los Angeles Dodgers, and these are all just, these are big numbers. The Dodgers are worth $4.8 billion. The Dallas Cowboys, dear God, are worth $8 billion. Where did you get these numbers, Fishby? The internet, so we can take these to the bank? Okay. In Manchester United, actually the least valuable of the three, according to Fishby and the internet, at 3.39 billion. So I'm going to give myself credit for that. I, I think I'm now 3 out of 10, which um, is rock fucking solid, right? 3 out of 10? Sure. You bet. Oh, you know what? God damn it. You know what, Fishby? You know what? You, you know what I forgot again? I got I got I got so distracted. Uh, I've made these promises uh, of sharing something fun I learned from the Rain Wilson book, which reminded me of something fun I learned from the Letterman book. I had this joke about Cheez-Its and Goldfish crackers that was just going to wazzle, but alas, we only have 15 minutes. Up by noon at the latest, every single weekday till the wheels fall off. Say adios, Fishby.